Good afternoon and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Ozempa. <laughs> and I'm Brady Stifle, and you really pounded that out like a robot today, Eric. Thank I you did. I did. Well, you know, I'm off today, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing this out of, the, out of fun. You know what I mean? The other oh, thing, too, I have to tell you, is this is exciting, exciting news. Very, it, very exciting news. Um, it is our one-year anniversary. Woo! Really? Boo! Yeah. Celebration show that we knew nothing about. <laughs> Go donate. Give us money. We've been doing this for you. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> A year. I can't even believe that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been fun. It's something that I look forward to. Um, yeah. And like, yeah. I put work into it, but I never feel like it's work. So it's always fun. I know exactly. People, I, I guess listen to it, find yeah. some utility in it. More is the better. Well, and it's really exciting because we're just continuing to grow the audience. And we just, you know, it's just really exciting to continue to grow the audience and continue to have people on that are really great. Um, and no, I just, I look forward to another year with you. You've been a great co host. And I hope you're not sick of me and you can want to continue doing Aww. it. Oh, yeah. Eric. Yeah. Aww. No, it's been fun. I've been, I genuinely enjoy coming to do this. Yeah. But uh, let's not. <laughs> Give ourselves a pat on the back party or everybody to listen to here. Let's, what did uh, you say? What? Let's not give ourselves some pat on the back party here that everybody has to sit and listen through. They do. We have to sit and listen. But I will tell you, you know, I just want to give a shout out to George Bascos, who was over at K Good, who kind of gave us our start. You know, he uh, he let us use this <laughs> this little recorder and a great little studio space. It's K Good, and so was really excited that he was he was able to let us do that so that was yeah nice so and now we're doing the remote thing i got my snazzy new headset on life is good yeah yeah so yeah it's been good and um so hey we do have some special guests in coming in today but we're gonna get started on kind of the buzz around town um first of all i'd have to ask you how was your weekend i always have to check in with you see how you're doing What'd you do? Mm, yeah, the weekend was nice. It was just a nice weekend. Mm. Uh, the weather was good. Last night I went to the dog park. I was going to take the dogs to the little schoolyard that's up the block, but somebody was having like a picnic there. I guess so this is a this is a place where you actually let loose your dogs and not like some off track site betting place that Brady went to in Commerce. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, my dog. <laughs> my one dog is like ninety five pounds, and he's he's like really fast for about a hundred feet, and then he just you know he's a yeah. sprinter. I can't imagine putting him on a dog track. No, so I was going to go over to the schoolyard because there's a it's fenced in, whatever, go over there once in a while. But I took him out to the dog park, and I went up staying kind of a long time because it was just beautiful out. Just finally. Oh, it's gorgeous. Good air quality, nice weather. Um, so, yeah, we did we did some stuff outside. We had a couple of meals outside, um, some garden tending. Our, our stuff survived the, the cold. Yeah. And snow and yeah. The, better than I thought. So me too. I mean, it wasn't like totally decimated. I was expecting like a bunch of wilty shriveled up plants and, you know, really it was awesome that we kind of came through it with little or no signs of anything bad. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So I've been moving, let's see, I removed turf and, uh, put in a bunch of gravel on the side of our driveway. And I, uh, officially moved into the bougie category because I made a petanque court or a boule or a lawn bowling court over there. Do you have so, proper boule? I do have proper boule. Okay. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> actually. So we were thinking who would play boule with us? And the only thing we could, we could come up with you and Kelsey. That was about it. Yeah, I, I have my own set. So yeah, uh, I would. Yeah, actually. yeah. But I think that's going to be fixed. You know, it's going to be rigged and I think we need to like weigh those or something, you know? Wait, yeah. Whatever Amazon set. <laughs> Drill holes in them and then fill it with extra something. 
uh, anyway, it's it's really pretty cool. It was not my intention. Sandy said, "Hey, I'm going to start digging up the lawn to put in that court." And I was like, "That's not exactly what I signed up for." Right. When I took a so few days off, this, nobody's going to know what what in the flying hell Paytonk <laughs> is. So Paytonk is like bocce ball, similar game played most often in the south of France by old men who drink absinthe in the afternoon. Uh, or or pastis, pastis, pastis yeah, yeah. which is basically the same thing without the wormwood. Yeah. Um, so they go out there and they get, I guess, a little blotto in the afternoon. And there's these, how, how wide are they? They're like four by eight or something. Um, well, they can be, they can, I mean, we were in, we were in Luxembourg Gardens. And it could be huge. It's just yeah. gigantic. And there's several so there's, parts, but you could at the minimum, probably about four by eight, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, they could be eight by 16, whatever. Yeah. And it's just sort of a, like a really, really fine gravel. It's compacted and yep. the balls are made out of steel. They're much heavier than a, pay to, or a, a bocce ball and yep. you throw them and like, the strategy is all different because you can really shoot the hell out of them. Like you can, you like attack the other people's balls and knock them out of the way and stuff. It's yeah. So it's a fun game. Uh, it's it's better when you have a little court. I used to play with a French neighbor of mine uh, when we lived in Virginia. But yeah. There's a guy well, named there you Pierre. Go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like unsurprisingly, just the most French name, Pierre. And I thought to myself, you know, how how cool during you know COVID and everything, you know, like let's just create a baton court, you know. So yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, the neighbors are gonna be flocking for miles around. They are, they are. And I decided to put up the French flag in celebration. So hey, you know. Hey. Anyway, it looks like we have one of our guests on right now. So we probably should cut away from the buzz and we'll go right into the guests <laughs> the and buzz. You know, we didn't and get away. <laughs> we didn't get into the buzz, nor did we uh, get too deep into this because we were talking about bull or whatever. So anyway, Karen, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And um, Karen, is it Stallard? Is that correct? How you pronounce it? Yes. Name? Yeah. And, and Leah is joining us just okay. so you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't see her yet. So you know, I know <laughs> I was about to send her a guilty text. <laughs> and Karen Stallard is a membership director over the Longmont Chamber of Commerce. Is that not correct? I feel like that, I'm putting you on that. That is correct. Trial. Yeah. I'm not yes. putting you on a trial. I'm just yes. making sure my facts are correct. That yeah. is the whole truth and nothing but the truth, Eric. You're doing exactly. great. Exactly. Well, thanks for joining us. And you, I know you're trying to text I'm Leah right now, so maybe you can just answer this kind of quick question for us. Like, what's your favorite sandwich? Oh. Oh, Oh my goodness. I don't eat a lot of sandwiches. Okay. But, I mean, okay, honestly, my dad's hamburger. That's my favorite sandwich. Wow. Is a hamburger a sandwich? I guess I don't know. Do you you remember the debate? (laughs) Do you remember the debate videos last year, Eric, for the for the city council debates where we were asked, Scott Cook and I were asked the question, is a hot dog a sandwich? And I said, no, it's not. Oh, no, I said it is because it's a protein wrapped in a carb. And Scott was like, no, a hot dog is a hot dog. And I was like, well, does every you know, bread wrapped protein get its own category. <laughs> so, like this is Karen, this is not that. About this, um, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, Leo, you're you're on. Yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll get to you okay. in just a second. So just hang tight for take two seconds here. Oh, Brady, you, you're about to sorry. interject. No, you no, Brady, you're about to interject real quick. What were you gonna say? Uh, uh, <laughs> Just the whole like I imagine without if you call a hot dog a sandwich, you'd flip it up on its side and you just attack it like a like a psychopath where you eat like <laughs> the, the open slit of the bun and you just like like a, like a corn a cob corn, corn on pack. the cob hot dog. Corn, yeah, I'm not not not. And then you go and then you have a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like, it's crazy. Hey, Leah, thanks for joining us, too, as well. So we are also joined by Leah Winkler, who's the communications director over the Longmont Chamber of Commerce, correct? That is correct. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here. 
Um, we were just talking about our favorite sandwich. So if you want to interject too, real quick, what would be your favorite? Well, sandwich? first I want to apologize for being a minute late. I didn't know we were starting. This is, this right is a pod, this is a podcast. It's not. It's a podcast. It's not a meeting. So <laughs> there's no apology whatsoever needed. Yeah, so, yeah. we just go with the flow. It's not <laughs> a big deal at all. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I did want to put forth the cube theory. Uh, it's not a specific sandwich, but rather how you define foods based on the placement of the carbs. So if you listen to the cube theory, a hot dog is in fact a taco. Oh. Oh. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the carb is, a, yeah. you know, Correct. a vessel like this. All right. Correct. So then a hamburger is totally a sandwich. Yes. Yeah, well, hamburger sandwiches. But like... I, for, it to, for it to be an actual taco, I feel like you'd have to cut the hot dog up into little pieces and then sprinkle it into the bun and then, you know, put your, your toppings <laughs> on and then eat it with, like, onions and stuff. That I mean, true. I feel like the Chicago-style hot dogs, they're they're pretty close to that. It's like a they chop, they chop up a hot dog? No. I mean, no, they don't chop it up, but it's got the toppings on it. I'm thinking, like, you'd have to, like, split it endwise and then cut it again and, like, lengthwise and then you'd, you'd dice it, like, and then you'd sprinkle it on the bun and then you'd... <laughs> You'd have to say like Asada or something. Okay, I feel like we've gone down a wormhole. So we're we going to come way back. Off. We are way off track and why we wanted Karen and Leah to join oh, us. So. We're talking so, food. I know we are. We are definitely. So it's a good segue. Um, so Leah and Karen, you're here to talk about Restaurant Week, are you not? Yes. All right. And yes. tell us, inform our listeners as well as Brady and myself, like what's going on with Restaurant Week this week, um, this year, I should say, given the fact that we're... We're kind of like where we are environmentally and, and such with our with our pandemic. So yes, give us so, all the deets. So. Naturally, because of 2020, Restaurant Week uh, has not remained unscathed um, this year. So we made some pretty big changes to the event this year. This would have this is the third year of Longmont Restaurant Week here in Longmont. We started the event in 2018. It was. Like most restaurant weeks, a set of 10 days with set requirements for any participant. For us, it was a special menu at a special price point, which anyone who remembers Restaurant Week will recall the $18.71 that was the year-long Mott was founded price point that we chose. Uh, And because of the things that 2020 threw at us, we decided to do away with that format entirely uh, because a lot of restaurants are really struggling with their supply chains still. So asking participating restaurants, hey, buy, you know, thousands of plates worth of scallops for your special menu item that we can't really guarantee will all be sold in the 10 days that we do restaurant week. Um, That didn't really seem foreseeable for uh, the businesses that we were talking to. Um, And also restaurants have been really hard hit. I mean, all of them were shut down in March. And so the idea of asking them to do this incredibly discounted menu uh, also wasn't really foreseeable for them. And so based on feedback with them and some really creative brainstorming with a focus group of some participants that have done Restaurant Week for the recent years, we've totally pivoted the event to be entirely compatible with all of the many dining options that are available to us in 2020 being takeout, um, outdoor patio seating, online ordering, all of the different avenues that businesses and restaurants have had to adapt to in 2020. So with that being said, in order to enjoy Longmont Restaurant Week, all of the wonderful diners and foodies um, in Longmont and along the Front Range just have to mention that they're dining out for Longmont Restaurant Week with any one of the 36 participants, and then they unlock, oh yes, they unlock a special incentive 
curated specifically by that participating restaurant. So they get a hot dog that's shaped like a taco? Is that what it is? Yes, you can get the very first (laughs) diced hot dog. No, no, none of that exists. Longmont Restaurant Week is classy. Let's get away from this hot dog shenanigans, please. Dear God. You never listen to Side Dish then. You have no idea what we do. I want to interject. I want to get back to this pointless conversation because I looked up on Merriam-Webster and Merriam-Webster says, Oh, dear Lord. Mute him, Eric. Mute him. (laughs) When it's on a bun, when it's on a bun, it is indeed a sandwich. Because okay. the definition is, uh, where the heck did it go? It, it, it is two or more slices of bread or a split roll having a filling between. That's it. That's the definition according to Miriam. And that's what I use because I use Chicago Manual of Style in all of my writing. So it's Look a sandwich, guys. Look at you. All right, Karen. So real quickly, like what, what precipitated the creation of Restaurant Week so many years ago? I mean, it's been three years ago. So like what, why was it just because, and I don't mean to minimize this, was it because you just wanted to accentuate or emphasize the great restaurant dining <laughs> options we have in town? Or was it to support local restaurants? Or was there a, like some other higher purpose that I don't know of? Or what? Sure. No, great question. Yeah. Um, well, I was actually born and raised in Longmont, and so I think anyone that's been here for any stretch of stretch of time can recognize that Longmont's food scene has come a long way. Yeah. Uh, when my parents moved here, they couldn't even go out for a date night in Longmont. They had to go outside of Longmont in order to find a nice dinner to enjoy together. And I think that Longmont's growth in the, the microbrewing industry, we have a bunch of distilleries now too. So just kind of the, the dining and drinking scene in Longmont had really stepped up a notch. And uh, the Longmont Chamber actually had over 10% of our membership uh, fell in the food and beverage industry. And so we were looking at kind of what we offer as an organization, which generally were networking events in the morning and in the evening, meaning that you're either running the restaurant or you shut down the bar the night before. So you're probably not gonna go to an early morning meeting. So we actually started what we called a food and brews group uh, that was an industry-specific focus group asking them, you know, hey, what would make your chamber membership more value? What could we offer? Um, and Restaurant Week was actually born in those conversations with restaurateurs and business owners in town. And we kind of looked at each other. This is actually right before Leah Winkler joined us. Um, she and I had worked together at Tinker Mill as volunteers and organized the the once the once existing Tinker Mill Fourth of July Carnival to really throw it back for everybody. Yes, um, I remember so, the Fourth of July Carnival. I do remember that. Yes. Yes. So yeah. that you know trebuchet and water balloon slingshot. That was how we knew each other before. And I said, you know what? I need someone that has the creativity and design expertise. And really, if we're being honest, the organization that I lack to help pull off something like (laughs) Restaurant Week. So literally, we've been having these meetings in the fall of 2017. Leah joined us in 2018. um, And it was in she joined us the end of December and January one, we like got back into the office and it was like, all right, guys, uh, Leah's here with us as our newest event director and staff member. What are we going to do? And I was like, hey, so restaurant week might be in April or not. You decide. <laughs> and I like caught her up to speed of like three months worth of focus groups talking to restaurants. We had the price point, a date idea, um, what we thought the event would look like, hashed it all out for in like a five minute stand up meeting by the chamber event calendar behind the front desk. Leah, I can still picture it. And I said, so what do you think? (laughs) And Leah said, Uh, if we don't do it, then someone else will, and we'll miss this opportunity for eternal glory. I believe you said, screw it. Eternal glory. Eternal glory. (laughs) Yeah. And eternal glory. (laughs) Screw it for eternal glory. (laughs) 
Onwards yeah. and upwards, everybody. So then real quickly on the history then, like how well was it received the first year? And how, what's the trend? What has been the trend? Well. Yeah, good, good. Do you want to talk about some of the numbers, Leah? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, Restaurant Week was incredibly well received beyond our wildest expectations. You know, we put up a website and a month before the event happened, we had, uh, I, I don't want to say hundreds of thousands of views because we only hit that early last year for the second restaurant week, but thousands and thousands of views um, on the website. Some of these restaurant profiles were getting um, 8,000, 9,000 views um, on their special menus in the week leading up to restaurant week. Um, Karen, I'm sure I'm missing other numbers, but I will say that, uh, you know, some of our restaurants reported back selling out of their restaurant week menu the first weekend and asking to update, like, we want to put a lunch special on there. This is going really well. The community has loved it. We've heard, um, you know, people ask us months in advance when it's coming back and who's participating. Um, that has all been thrown up in the air a little bit with 2020 as everything has, but uh, there's still a good um, consistent amount of community support coming out of this event. Awesome. My favorite um, qualitative report of restaurant week was someone calling asking us, how many years has Longmont had a restaurant week? This is amazing. And we're sitting there as the organizers going, oh my gosh, they don't know it was our first time. That's amazing. Because anyone that organizes events know that you generally always know when it's someone's first stab at something. And right. we fooled them. <laughs> That's awesome. I was dang proud of that. Yeah. Boy, this is a hot mess. I hope That's they right. sort this out. Exactly. Right. Like, I'll be back next year. Yeah, my exactly. gosh. So then, Not the case. So then for this year, um, do you have like an amount of restaurants to participate? Do you have like some ideas for people who want to get involved? Meaning like, how do we as, you know, how do Brady and I get involved? How do other people get involved? Like, what should we do? Yeah. Don't, don't be afraid to shamelessly plug a website or whatever. So, yeah. Oh, we will. <laughs> well, that's where Longmont Restaurant Week lives. It's on the interwebs. Um, so everything that anyone would need to know about Longmont Restaurant Week is at longmontrestaurantweek.com. Uh, that's where it is. Had to sing the dot com. Um, it has all of the 36 participants for Longmont Restaurant Week. So you asked for the number. We have 36 venues that are participating. Uh, it is Longmont after all. So there are a couple breweries and a couple distilleries on there as well. So Longmont Restaurant Week is about the food and the drink, as we like to say. Um, and all you have to do to support this event is eat out or get takeout or order online, whatever you feel comfortable with in this current, uh, you know, environment that we're all in. Uh, Restaurant week, you can can be enjoyed from anywhere, your couch or from a patio in downtown that used to be a parking space. I don't know, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, and basically just tell the restaurant, I'm here for restaurant week, and you'll get something special based on how much you spend at that participating venue. Um, all of the details and offers that everyone's doing, whether that's a free add-on appetizer or a specialty cocktail that's available only during restaurant week, all of that is available on each restaurant or drinkery's unique profile page on longmaltrestaurantweek.com. Nice. And then the 1871 obviously is not, we're not worried about amount, we're not worried about... <laughs> A cost or anything like that. It's basically just supporting restaurants. So it's 36 restaurants that are participating, correct? 
Correct. There, yeah. there, there are some requirements for how you unlock those incentives. They do have to hit certain spend thresholds, but it's not a select menu offered at a select price point. So um, the tiers vary slightly because we have like scrumptious, the, the ice cream and candy store that couldn't quite get the $30 price point to unlock the appetizer because they're like, well, our average uh, cost per consumer is about $12. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, how we, so we made some, obviously, some customizations for folks like that. But we did those thresholds intentionally because restaurants are still struggling so much. And with the winter season coming into play, we really wanted this to be about, hey, show up. You know, maybe that's the difference between add or adding an extra appetizer or a beer to go, which you can still do in Colorado, which is amazing, yeah. um, to your order to hit that that threshold of spend to further support the restaurant owner, which for so many of these businesses, these are our community members and our neighbors. Um, so it's really about supporting them and the staff at the businesses. And we've gotten good feedback, both from the restaurants and customers on the change of model. Uh, so restaurants feel like they're being more supported with these two tiers, $30 and $60, as opposed to having to reduce what they can do to get down to that 1871 price point. But from the consumer side, you're no longer limited to the specific menu the restaurant provides for you. Um, if you want to, you know, take whatever you want off that menu and still get that bonus item, support the restaurant doing the thing that you love and eating the thing that you love. Um, we've heard some really, really good feedback about that. And a lot of people just excited to uh, get out or stay in and support restaurants. That's really cool. And we really appreciate the chamber actually doing restaurant week because Brady and I talk about how the restaurants are just, you know, really struggling, struggling or they're in challenging times to say the least. And, mm -hmm. you know, anything we can do to support the downtown, anything we can do to support restaurants around town and businesses, if you will, local businesses is, is really welcome because we love, that's why we do this podcast. We love Longmont. We like to support Longmont. And so it's really nice to hear that you're doing so, so much good work for, uh, restaurant week and for the chamber and for local businesses. So thank you very much. And um, I want to know if it goes well, would you entertain the notion of doing something later on in the year? Or is this, is this, this like, year? Eric, Eric, you're crazy. Actually, Why would we do this again? No. Actually, Eric, uh, we do have something planned for a little later in the year. Um, we're not putting a ton of promotion towards it right now because we kind of want to see how it's going to play out. But with every order made during Longmont Restaurant Week, um, diners will receive a password to get onto a private page on the Longmont Restaurant Week website that will unlock deals for them throughout the winter to continue to bring traffic back to those restaurants. So if you eat out September 18th through the 27th, you should be able to um, you know, get that password to unlock future deals as well. We wanted to see that support continue through the restaurant's slowest season. So we're trying something, something a little new. We don't know what the situation, you know, what the world is going to be like, what um, requirements are going to be for restaurants. It's possible dining rooms will close again. So we didn't want to lock ourselves into doing another 10 day event sort of thing when we can tailor it better to what restaurants are going to be able to offer in the coming months. No, that's awesome. I I like the idea of the game uh, involvement there or the game idea. That's kind of cool. And mm -hmm. so hopefully it will help incentivize people to get those extra kind of bonus discounts or whatever and do something later on in the year to support restaurants. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, anything I, we haven't asked you or you would like to mention again, again, shamelessly plugging restaurant week, uh, the website, whatever, anything we haven't asked you that you'd like to mention. Do we want to talk about the contest? I think we should talk about the contest. Should we talk about the contest, Leah? Let's talk, oh, yes. about, Let's the talk about the contest. Okay, great. There's always there's these little sub things that we sneak into restaurant week. Um, this one, we really wanted to play off the fact that so many people will likely be enjoying restaurant week from maybe the comfort or discomfort from their own home. I know these four walls are getting really annoying for me. Um, so YouTube, Brady, YouTube. Um, yes. Looks around, he's like, where am I? Um, he's like, these are walls. Same as uh, everyone. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and, and we had a, a really unique tie in possibility because we actually are, are presenting sponsors for this event, um, stuck with us as with all of the original sponsors for this event, which truly we, this event would not have been possible without their continued support. And the event looks obviously very different and our resources to be able to provide, um, for them changed drastically, but all of them stuck with us and said, hey, let's do what's best for Longmont and what's best for these businesses. We're with you, um, which was incredible. Um, so it was literally three uh, real estate agents with Spaces Real Estate, Mary Caldwell, Amy Neb, and Chad Neb. And we thought that it would be a really fun tie-in for them with the fact that so many people are sitting in their homes during Longmont Restaurant Week this year. And I know a lot of the, the DIY home remodel stuff has been going bananas because everyone's looking around at things. They want to spruce up their yards, spruce up their living room, their dining room, whatever. Um, and so we have a special contest brought by Spaces Real Estate and Ace Hardware called Ace My Space. Nice. And people can take oh, a picture. Wow. I got to just, look at this. Brandy Gould. I live for the reactions. Oh. I live for the reactions. It's so good. So yeah, the Spruce Up My Space contest, Ace My Space. Um, and people just take a picture of where they're enjoying restaurant week. No purchase necessary. You can just say happy restaurant. Use, use the hashtag Ace My Space or Longmont Restaurant Week. Or the the old the old hashtag, which is hashtag Feed Me Longmont, which was the slogan of Restaurant Week. You so can if, eat I'm, your if, I'm, if I'm if I'm if I would do this, what I really want to do is make a hot dog taco, and then just like have a picture of that, and like just have this weird inside joke. That's what I would send it. You're, so no one's going to remember anything yeah. about this Again, event. They're like just going to try and eat a hot dog like a taco. That's, that's going right. to be my entire inbox. Exactly. You know what? I'm just wondering, like, for those on, not on Instagram or Twitter, can I mail you a tele? Can I send a telegram or can yes. I mail in something? Or Okay, yeah. Please sure mail me with your fax, fax number. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can fax it to us. That'd Eric be just from fine. the 1920s. Uh, yeah, send a, send a candy gram. <laughs> Is the Pony Express still around? You can do that. No. Um, so... I don't want to lose the I don't want to lose the thread. We were getting silly, but anyway, so the contest again, Ace My Space. Yes. So they a submit a picture yourself. on social yep. media. We will choose a random winner every day from those that use the hashtags, and then we'll announce the winner the following day. Every winner gets a fifty dollar gift card to Ace Hardware, and every daily entry gets entered to win our. Ace My Space Grand Prize, which is a $500 gift card to Ace Hardware, along with a $500 gift card to Woodley's Fine Furniture. Wow. Um, so a $1,000 grand prize to ace your space and not have to look at these beige walls for the rest of the year. <laughs> wow. Welcome, but you know, really? Karen will definitely be entering that herself. Um, yeah. I do just want to highlight what a testament to our amazing community that is, because Ace Hardware and Woodley's jumped on it immediately. They loved the idea. They really want to, you know, 
help people enjoy their homes since we're here for another God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll, it'll be a minute. You might as well like your area rug. Am I right? I mean, that's right. Come on. That's right. Yeah. I mean, get a cat. Well, that's awesome that you you have that added incentive. That's really cool. The contest is fantastic. And congratulations on making a successful restaurant week um, happen this year under the conditions that we're in. And we really are appreciative that both of you could join us today. So thank you very much, Leah. Thank you very much, Karen. And we'll let you loose and get back to your day. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. So thanks to Karen and Leah for joining us and giving us a little bit of information about restaurant week. I think it's a great idea to like support local restaurants and then we can maybe find the taco hot dog. I, we should, we should talk to Johnny's, <laughs> Johnny's the truck that he's got. I'll just be like, you know what you should offer for restaurant week is a, is a hot dog taco. You know, the hot dog taco is intriguing to me, though. I, I just think about, like, how weird texturally a hot dog is to begin with. And, like, if you cut it up and then put it on a bun, how But, you know, there was, like, a big movement, like, with Spam. You know, they wanted to do Spam tacos for – in fact, that is a thing. You can do a Spam taco. Well, I'm sure taco it's a There's every kind There's of like, taco. Like, why every not? Kind of taco. So, I had an idea when we were talking. I had a lot of ideas when we were talking. I guess. <laughs> I get so derailed so easily. This you is did. You did. My online pre- well, I mean, every every week it's just. Well, you know what would be fun because I know that they're going to take the barriers down. I think at the end of this month uh, on Main Street, right? That's yeah. The yeah. yeah. So what would actually be kind of fun is to have um, a drive-through there instead. So like you block off that one lane, but you could use it like a pit lane, and you could yeah. drive through, and then like people in roller skates would come roller skating out with your food orders, and then you could you could just take back off. I think that would like be actually nice, really cool. I like that. would be idea. wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as opposed to just using a back parking lot or something, which is <laughs> way more <laughs> practical. Exactly. The idea is like like people out just out like roller skating down the road, like, hey, here's your here's your hamburger. Get so is that you know, I don't know if that's etched in stone about removing the barriers. No, I, I don't they, think it is. I think they're discussing that because a few people have asked like what I think of it, and I know you probably other people have been asked you what they think of it. And yeah, you know it's kind of a how do I say this? It's it's probably not like an all or nothing proposition. You're you're either not, you know, I don't I think a lot of people support it, but I also think there's some people who are probably concerned about it too. Yeah, I think there's probably people who are rightfully so grousing about the traffic on Main Street because yeah. it, it gets pretty bad at some times. It Hopefully does. people have been figuring out where else to drive. But yeah, so I think uh, end of the month is when it's tentatively slated to come down, pull it all back out. Yeah. Whether or not that happens, I think is yeah, still up for debate. So we'll see. Um but you know it's going to get cold anyway, and then are you really going to use the outdoor space? And I know buy I heaters, know. buy heaters. Everybody has to buy heaters right now. Yeah, and then you're into it for like a hundred bucks in propane every night. It's like <laughs> very cool. Exactly. Very cool. Oh my gosh! Well, let's do a, a couple of things that are going on in Longmont too, as well. Um, you had actually talked about eco upgrades and this soul yeah. program. I think that was really pretty cool. So you got. You got more information on that? or Yeah, so the city of Longmont's got a Sustainable Opportunities Lifestyle and Leadership Program, S-O-L-L, the SOL. Um, is accept- so they're accepting applications for from Longmont households to receive eco-upgrades and sustainable lifestyle tips and resources. Um, volunteers will lead this thing, and the home visits are going to start in the Lou Miller and the Kitely neighborhoods. Uh, Lou Miller's by Lou Miller Park, and Kitely is east of Maine, north North Main, East Kiley is east of Maine. Yep. Yeah. So the, those two areas are um, are the first focus, probably a bit of a trial thing, and they're going to complete an application to receive your upgrades or added 
so the specifics are actually at bit.ly Longmont Soul. So bit.ly slash Longmont Soul. Um, so that's pretty easy. Okay. Uh, actually, as a link for once, uh, not. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of the city. They got a link shortener. I mean, because if you look at the actual. Oh link, my God! Yeah. 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 I could be here. We could have just spent the last 20 minutes. <laughs> And then let's see, I drove by, um, you know, during our birthday celebration, I had to go get a, I had to go get a, uh, uh, some sort of sound. I want to make some sort of sound on the air, you know, like our, it was our birthday celebration for our podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. By party city. And I thought, you know, I get like some sort of whistle. So I get like this little blower thing. And then my oh. wife tells me, you know, they don't make them with the sound anymore. Cause those kids were choking on them. You know, oh. a little sound piece inside. So oh, the little yeah, they don't do that anymore. So okay. it was like I came home with a package of them, and they just blow air. So it was really <laughs> kind of really sad. So, but Black. the point of my story is the fact that I noticed they're really they're really doing really well in the construction of raising canes out there. You know, yeah, and I along. expect that'll probably be done pretty soon. But that one, I'll tell you, the one in Fort Collins, they have a line out in college waiting for the drive-through. For People that. So love it's raising canes. Just right? crazy. Yeah. I will say I ate there once when we lived in Virginia because it was cutting out there, and I thought it yeah. was resoundingly fine. <laughs> yeah, I really, I was like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, well, I don't like to fry chicken at home; it's such a pain in the butt. But um, you know, it's it's okay. Some people really, really love it. I have friends, uh, and I've got like this online chat room thing that we all hang out in. And once somebody mentions raising canes, everybody blows up. Everybody shows up to to voice like, oh, I haven't had it in forever. I love it so much. So there's definitely a following. People love it. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, also, Kelsey took a bike ride out uh, out of town recently, and the construction on 9th Street that goes from, like, whatever it is, Hover to whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's all done, and there's a bike lane there now, and it's Yay. nice and smooth. It's glassy. It's a really nice road now. So if you're looking for a way to bike on out of town – gorgeous it's a nice road oh uh, that's really great too because i've been really purposely avoiding airport in that whole area and sometimes i'll take airport and ninth you know ninth to get out to airport yeah. and yeah but so it's good well, to know that, that, that road now. used to be pretty jaggly blaggly bouncing yeah. around and i took the, the old bop along cassidy the old red truck out and yeah. uh, it was yeah. it was nice and easy uh, i so. heard this afternoon that we were advised to not go on 66 because they're doing some railroad track oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that too. There's a um, there's damage to the tracks, and they didn't go into anything in the, the article. I saw they said the tracks were damaged up there, so there's um, they're rebuilding, and I think they're trying to get it done today. They're trying to fix it up and get it done by eight tonight. Yeah, it is great. Be a pretty big yeah. intersection, but yeah, so 66 might be jammed up. Uh, that'll be useful to absolutely nobody because by the time this drops, like maybe one or two people will hear uh, and avoid it. You know, possibly if they're even driving up there. So. Yeah, twenty cars going in one direction, and then twenty from another direction. Oh my lord! Yeah, hopefully that only lasts one day. That's yeah, pretty bad. That's yeah, really that's bad. Maybe. So, let's see. Phase one of the new apartments, the South Main Station, are completed. Yep. Uh, so I found what's basically a pump piece online. They just wanted to tout all the amenities and stuff. Um, I'm looking forward here. But they said, yeah, hey, look the the first phase of that's all done. Uh, they've got some photos of the back of this thing, which you know you can't really see from the outside. It looks gorgeous. Um, it's expensive down there for sure, but it sounds like you get gym membership, you get um, access to like a yoga studio and a pool. And oh, what I thought was really cool is they have uh, rooftop spaces too. It sounds like they've got maybe fire pits and rooftop tables. Oh yeah, it's, I mean it's beautiful. I mean so it's it, just absolutely gorgeous. I mean you got two breweries next. You got 300 Sons and Wibby. I mean yeah, 
gosh, and you around the corner, you've got some of tacos. I mean, pretty nice place to hang out. That's for oh sure. yeah, and yeah. and barbecue at uh, yeah the Georgia Boys. Well, Georgia yeah, Boys, Georgia Boys right and then Hefe's, everything up Main Street. Hefe's and Dave, smoking Dave's when they open on Main Street. It'd be so, pretty cool. Yeah, killer spot. Um, it's a little too rich for my blood. Plus, I own a house. You know, I'm not going to be like, well, enough of this lousy home ownership. <laughs> exactly. Back to renting for me. I mean, um, yeah. Where else can you make a bull? You know. Yeah. Court, right. So, you got it. Yeah. Well, maybe they've got one there. I mean, it's a pretty rich <laughs> place, right? And by the way, in case you missed it, bull is the French word for ball. <laughs> so that's what that's all about so you throw yeah, in the balls exactly so, hey, let's just, just let's just play balls that's right so. all right so i think we probably need to wrap it up here so we're not going on forever and ever because people are probably they probably are all excited about trying to find the hot dog taco yeah and, uh yeah you tell tell johnny's if you want it i will also mention i think this is cool um the pros closet is uh it's which is a bicycle resale model they take high-end bicycles buy them used resell them but they do like a, a refurbish thing make sure that they're all up to snuff and i think they provide a guarantee they're moving from boulder then they're moving to Louisville, um and they're getting a they had a big fundraising round they're, they're opening a big warehouse space and i think it's a really cool model because the high-end bike stuff is very very expensive you know and i've got a friend that really loves their model. I think it was yeah. started because the guy was a professional cyclist and got all this free stuff all the time and finally just decided, you know, instead of like doing something with it himself, he would actually create a business out of it yeah. and like would resell it. And yeah. I think he's employed like, I don't know, I want to say up to 50 people doing it's, this business now. It's pretty amazing. It's cool. Like it's a cool place. So if you're looking yeah. for bike stuff, go check them out. Um, I think they wind up with like their own branded apparel and then they wind up with like um unused clothes that are from last year or something that places don't sell so they wind up with some yeah. pretty nice stuff if you're a cyclist um but i think that's cool i like to see that they're, they're gonna be in boulder county so fairly relevant to us and um they're they're growing and expanding and i think that the resale market is it's hard i mean if you're selling bikes you don't yeah. know what you're selling you don't know what you're getting you don't have any promises dup, dup, dup. so i think it's cool i thought it was worth mentioning so that is really cool. I, I actually am really excited about their model and expansion. I think that's pretty neat and it's pretty cool and indicative of the, how successful the business is. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Well, I want to say thanks so much for, well, Brady and I both want to say thanks for Karen and Leah to join us and talk Don't about- Don't you go putting words in my mouth. I know, trying not to. But, um, you know, it sounds really exciting. 36 restaurants, starts yeah. uh, the 18th and so we encourage everybody to go out for restaurant week. I um, yeah. want to thank thank Andy Epler as always for our intro music and then thanks to Teresa Storch aptly uh, because we're talking about Boulle and Patonk I thought Paris yeah. Teresa would be a good music for your week and find us on Stitcher Spotify Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com thank you Brady thanks sir to watch the moon over the see the sun come up by an Going to spend all my nights in Paris See the lights from an Eiffel Tower view I want to sit on Café on Champs-Élysées Send all my postcards back to you
vacation in Versailles. 